while being a story that was till then most famously told with the likes of Charlton Heston. A pre-Shrek DreamWorks sought out to take a page out of their animation predecessors of Disney and combine a heartfelt storytelling with a bombastic, epic musical score and lyrics from Hans Zimmerman and Steven Schwartz, respectively. While taking liberties with the source material, this month's movie captures the true essence of the biblical story of Moses. So please take a moment to look at your life through heaven's eyes and listen as we discuss the Prince of Egypt. seeing question mark exclamation point as always i am your host ariel ortiz and today i am joined by the bro sergio hey guys um and today we're going to be talking about a movie um this is being um we're in the season of lent if if you are um religious out there catholic christian um so i thought do a movie that's very um close to my heart and my childhood and um i wanted to share it with the bro because of that um we are discussing the prince of egypt so Mm -hmm. um with that um what were your first thoughts of the movie i didn't know it was a musical oh really going in until they all started singing at the very beginning i was like oh it's a musical because i i didn't know i thought I knew it was, this was like during a phase where Disney, I'm sorry, I just name dropped, where DreamWorks was really trying to compete with Disney with their animation. But I really, I didn't know that they were actually going to go, like, have their own musical score and make it a musical until that first opening track. And it was, a it, like, first off, it was, it had a really strong opening with, uh, like, it's a really well done musical. Where you you hear the first track and you go okay this is going to be a like it's a very very well done musical I was or like that opening track it's everything that a a musical should be everything that a musical opening number should be and that it's 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 all encompassing and it really sets the tone the tone and also ignites the plot and everything that happens in the song you can hear the song. And without watching the movie, you already know what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And it just had it had those so many beats to the the song. You had you had very high moments and very low moments with the mother, uh, with Moses's mom singing the lullaby and the sister singing the lullaby. Like it, it was a very well uh, even very emotional too like it set mm-hmm. the tone really well for the movie yeah. and so right away it, it's it's really easy to get invested i think it's a movie that you can really get invested into um despite whether or not uh you've ever if you are familiar with with the tale of moses and exodus uh it's it, as a film it's very compelling and it's very easy to get invested into mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it opens with that title like kind of like not title card but like a um a word card where um t- essentially it's saying like this is the story of exodus and and that while it's not told like word for word as the, the bible or or the torah 
um, depicts it as it, this is it's still true to the essence of it, and I and that's like what a lot of people say, and it's very it very ta- much takes um, you know the material seriously. It does take liberties at times, spe- specifically with characters, um, with with um, fig you know figures in in the story um, with Moses. Moses like was kind of like a stuttering. But going back to the the music. You know, it's kind of not uh, uncoincidental that that DreamWorks kind of utilized the the workings of Hans Zimmerman and and Stefan Schwartz, both both having done previously before this movie Disney movies, um, specifically Hans Zimmerman rocking it out of the Hans park. Hans Zimmerman did the Lion King with Elton John. Yeah, and another element of like the first song essentially captive captivating um, yeah. audience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also going before before I lose my train of thought on on Hans Zimmerman, it is with and and then Lion King. Lion King was the first Oscar that he won, and and just to um, uh, time date this this um, recording, this is right after the Oscars where he won <laughs> his second Oscar. Finally, very surprisingly, for a movie that like it Dune takes place in the desert. Which is very much uh, an ironic. <laughs> Wait, to... Dune was his only his second Oscar. Yeah, that's not yeah, fair. I know it's not fair. Yeah, definitely. And um, and it, this he lost this uh, for Prince of Egypt against like Shakespeare in Love, which like for me really come on. Like <laughs> the luckily the 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 best original s- song went to Steve um Stephen Schwartz for this for um there can be miracles mm-hmm. or when you believe. Um, which is definitely well earned. Um, but, but yeah, like, I mean, this movie is such an important part to, to, you know, not just my childhood, but then also like growing up with the Christian faith and then now with me being, um, you know, practicing Catholic, um, it's just a very important story. And like, while, you know, like for us, like, like for, for, um people who who um who follow the jewish faith like it is the most important one of the most important stories for us it is an important story too and it very much shows like the mirroring of of the stories of of um the old old testament what this is and the new testament with with jesus and like specifically like the person like the whole um kind of like uh with the children and stuff like that and the sacri- like the killing of children in, in the Moses the mosaic time and then with um Jesus kind of like searching for the the baby Jesus and stuff like that um but yeah it is such a powerful story and i mean that's why i think it's been told so many times you know yeah and and they did obviously take their own liberties to make mm-hmm. it more accessible in a in the media that it was portraying it in which is a, a cartoon musical mm-hmm. for families but it the 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 morals are still there and it hits every single i say like every single important beat that's necessary to understanding not only the the sequence of events of the film and the the actual story of moses and the exodus but also like the 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 message that it's supposed to send the theme the morals it's all still there in the movie mm-hmm. in prince of egypt 
Um, and I, I think, I think that's why it's, it, it can be enjoyed by both people that do and do not practice a faith. I think it's, I think it overall, I think it's just a really well done movie and it's a really well made, well made and well composed movie musical. And I, I really liked it a lot. It, I was really surprised by the amount of effort that was actually put into it. Cause I know that these movies weren't the most popular, especially competing with like a, a monolith like Disney that was also going through its own Renaissance at the time with yeah, like Hercules they, and well, specifically Mulan. This went against Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another very incredibly like musical like song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, um, so it, it's understandable that it didn't, obviously it's not well remembered today. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's understandable. That makes sense. But I hope that, like like myself, I knew I, I I was aware of it for a long time, but I just dismissed it as like, oh, it's like a, I guess it is like a, it's a religious cartoon, so maybe the quality isn't gonna be as good as something like that comes from Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I really liked it a lot, still, and I I I probably will see it again just because I like it was a really enjoyable experience and. And seeing the development of the characters, I think it portrays the development of both uh, Moses and Ramses very well. Mm-hmm. And you get to understand like how they started off as brothers and then how they slowly became enemies. And um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, like it, it definitely captured that, um, like, and it, which is depicted in in the Old Testament of of how even though they were be, did become enemies and stuff like that they did have like great respect for each other because they were you know brothers you know as well um but going on um what were some standout moments for you um i think definitely like the opening was a standout moment i really loved the um like getting pretty it just really felt like the movie was swallowing me in because mm-hmm. i wasn't uh like i said like going in i wasn't expecting too much but then right from the beginning i was just blown away by my expectations were blown away and it just really got me invested into everything that was going to happen in the movie uh some standout moments i guess would be um the moment like the pretty much just like the main key points of the film like the moment moses finds out he's adopted um and then the moment moses returns back to egypt i guess just seeing like the overall change of everything that moses like the character moses once knew uh from the beginning of the film and then how much it changes including himself towards the end where even his demeanor he's more calm when he speaks and he's more sure of himself obviously and then especially too when the plague happened mm-hmm. when the or when the the smite of the firstborn happened like i was like mm-hmm. damn with silence essentially yeah except for a few um sounds like mainly coming from the the um spirit of death yeah so like when the when the 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 song that plays when the plague when the the plague start happening mm-hmm. like that was amazing but then to follow that like super intense oh by the way before like i finished that point when they had that song like um 
uh, when Moses finds out he's adopted mm-hmm. and he's singing all the things that he thought he all I ever wanted, you know, like that's all things, singing things that he thought that all it's all the only things that he wanted in life. And then flash forward to when the plagues start and they're and he's singing that line again they bring it back that reincorporation i really love when musicals do that and a lot of musicals do do that they reincorporate like lines from older songs and like they use it in a different tone and i really really appreciate that kind of stuff so when he started singing that again and then and then it was counteracted by moses singing it back to him it's the same line but in a like a obviously in the opposite way and then it just kind of turned into like a singing battle between moses and ramses like that was super intense so you have this big giant moment in song that's like really intense and it's just hitting you and hitting you and hitting you to all of a sudden be followed by just the silence of the smite Mm -hmm. of when the for all the firstborns of egypt Mm -hmm. are smited like that is the most effective use of silence that i've ever heard in a musical i like you know when you think of musicals you don't often remember the moments that don't have musical accompaniment or like song to it when people Mm -hmm. singing Mm -hmm. so for a musical to do that for a musical movie to for one of the most impactful moments of the movie is going to be a moment that doesn't have music or sound to it that's Mm -hmm impressive i don't think i could ever think of another musical that's done that for me mm-hmm. so i think that's definitely been a, that's definitely a standout moment for me mm-hmm. and then of course the final the finale where he finally parts the red sea mm-hmm. and that's the part that we all know is when he when he parts the red sea and it's like a it's a very intense moment and to see that like you hear the depictions of it and, and there's some other depictions of it too but to see to actually see a visual depiction of the ocean being parted in front of you it's it's very intense and it's like it's it serves as a really good climax because it's just the build-up of of everything that has happened before in the movie and then for it to climax into the parting and then the rejoining of the red sea Mm -hmm. when it swallows up all the egyptian foot soldiers that to me is a it's a really good way to end the movie I mean, obviously, that's how it ends, but but it's like it's a, they they utilized it really well in a climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For me, definitely, essentially, that whole like I don't know, you know, like fifteen, twenty minutes of a movie where it starts with the plagues, yeah, and then it goes into that the you know the death of the firstborn, and then um, and that whole like. 20 minutes is definitely such an impactful moment um one point that that i don't i don't think you caught on but specifically um in the readings uh the line that actually is delivered by by ramses where um on this night there will be a great whale throughout all of egypt yeah um, that line is actually um something that god tells moses in, mm-hmm. in in um in the in the actual scripture and for to have ramsey instead deliver that line is makes it so impactful because it's like essentially adding that more to like in the like that the pharaoh brought this song yeah his, his kingdom and like, it's, yeah it, and and then continuing on 
that silence the silence is actually broken and and it the the sound carries throughout the whole scene between Moses and Ramses you hear the wailing in the background mm-hmm. and it's like throughout that whole scene with Moses and and Ramses and Ramses saying like you know like take your people and go um yeah so that it just makes it so much like impactful and like and like subtle way like i mean i i didn't really catch it until this viewing where you know like i'm very much trying to like um pay attention to every aspect and every everything um but also the other standout moment for me that always gets me is um is the burning um bush scene and like of course it is definitely more cinematic <laughs> than yeah. um in this but it's such it just adds to how beauty how beautiful you know the moment is and um and also it's just such a uh, I think it was a really great choice to have Val Kilmer, who Val, who voices Moses, to also voice the voice of God, mm-hmm. because it definitely makes it a lot more like a um, relatable for people, at least for myself, of how you know you you in a way when you're praying and stuff like that, you know you speak to to God and stuff like that. And it's of course like your your voice usually you know kind of like that and like your own thoughts so it very much like adds to that and i really really like that and like the burning that whole sequence always gets me the music of course with hans zimmer just like, like yeah <laughs> you know like that's true the music like everything about that scene too it's a very you definitely feel the um i guess you know holiness mm-hmm. of the scene it's a very pure and intimate scene and then I think, yeah, you bring up a good point with how they use the same, obviously, Val Kilmer's voice for both Moses and God. Because, yeah, I guess looking back at it now, it would be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a weird choice, but it'd just be like, imagine if they just casted like James Earl Jones to voice God or something. It's like, oh, because he's got a loud thunderous voice or whatever. But like to have it be the same voice actor, it it does. It, when you it, you could read into it that it, it is like a it makes it more intimate especially considering that there is like a message of of like self-love and self-care in the film too which i was surprised by how they included something like that with the song uh, um with the, heaven's eyes hell yeah look at your life through heaven's eyes mm-hmm. i thought that was a really beautiful message mm-hmm. to include in the movie yeah especially when it's like and then I, when you look at it like that it makes that um that choice to have god voiced by val kilmer who also plays moses it makes more sense because it's literally through his eyes it's or through his voice it's you know it's like that that voice of god is within him mm. and so it's he's li- he's literally looking at life through heaven's eyes and it brings him up mm-hmm. even more mm-hmm. yeah yeah and kind of touching on that like like well like we will say of course while the cast isn't the most diverse <laughs> and stuff like that, but they utilize like this cast of of voice actors or actors who lend their voice um, to this movie with so much like they like who would have thought of creating a um, Steve Martin and Martin Short villains, you know, and giving them one of the most best in my opinion 
villain songs. That song really threw me off guard with how like intense it was, Mm -hmm. because you see characters like that in the in these um, you know, like made for family animated movies where it's like you have the main villain, but then you have the villain accessory character, which when comparing it to the Lion King, that would be the hyenas. Yeah, you know, and then like with the analogy that I was gonna use, like they first off start off like think like they're gonna going back to hercules like a pain and panic you know like the oh yeah that's literally them two guys and then but then they are actually no they're the hades like you know essentially kind of thing they're they're their own kind of like hades s you know they're they are like manipulative and and, like stuff yeah like are very much like one of the voices that are feeding into, into ramses they're yeah. pushing ramses mm-hmm. into falling you know being more and more stubborn and letting his pride get in the way of actually doing what you know before it's too late mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's why i was like okay so these guys are evil it's like haha funny but no they're really damn they're like really evil mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would say that they're like more evil than like Ramses himself. Consider yeah, or as evil because mm-hmm. they're the ones that are continuously trying to push this lie, push this lie. Well, when you think about it too, these are the hot what are they high priestess? So they've been they were around too when when you know Ramses and Moses' father, the original Pharaoh, was yeah. still in was still alive and in power. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were there too. And they want to maintain their level of control, which also it's like it's funny how Pharaoh was voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Ramses is voiced by Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, who actually sings incredible. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and when he started singing, I was like, wow. Yeah, he actually lended his voice to to it. Um, Val Kilmer didn't. It was a different one, but Michelle Pfeiffer also um sings in this as well as and then well i don't think steve martin, and, steve martin yeah and martin Short. i don't think um who is it sandra bullock no she, no, didn't. she didn't um it's okay it's okay no it's okay yeah you do, <laughs> you do what you can but yeah uh, but yeah so like we kind of touched on it but, we'll, but what were you, what was your overall opinion um and did it live up to the hype oh well, i didn't i guess i didn't have much hype to begin with but it definitely yeah which going on just a little tangent like like dreamworks is known for essentially mainly and that was a bre- that was considered the breakout even though this movie came before it of shrek yeah they're like 3d animated yeah and like it's kind of like yeah like no like this this dreamworks and i kind of like had to be reminded of that at the beginning too right this is dreamworks because when you think of dreamworks you don't think of traditional style 2d animation which uh, this did have i mean if you catch on to it subtly like it does have those 3d aspects to it more that was 2d i think it was more rotoscope yeah which well like it's disney too at the same time has done the same thing at the time Uh it's like a newer kind of i guess breakthrough technology of the time or like technique of the time um at those kinds of movies but it's still like like those full length those full length 2d animated movies are something that we don't get a lot of right now and i know a lot of people like myself haven't seen this movie so because when we think of those 2d um full-length feature films we don't think of this Mm -hmm. 
And so I think if anybody, if anybody, even if you're not religious, if you're a fan of all the movies from the Disney Renaissance period from like the 90s with like, you know, Mulan, Hercules, um, uh, and another one. Man, Lion King. Lion, oh, yeah, of course. Lion King. Like movies like that. Then I think you're like you'd really like this one. I think you. Yeah, it's 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 very similar. And it had, I think I think DreamWorks knew, obviously, they were competing with you know they knew who they were competing with so the, the, you feel the effort that's been put into this movie it feels like they were really putting in a lot a lot of effort into this movie mm-hmm. which is you know it's it, when you think about it it's kind of surprising but then you have to look at it from a perspective where it's like they know their competition and they know the risks of making a full length animated feature film um that's centered around a religious story which it's a really good story and they did a really good job but that's why they had to put in that much effort to make it such a good job Mm -hmm. so i think if you haven't seen it it's and obviously it's it's old i mean well it's just as old as you know all the other disney classics Mm -hmm. so if you you like those which uh, like who doesn't like those i think you're really gonna like this one Mm -hmm. so i highly recommend it like i said i didn't have a lot of expectations about it going in either because I didn't know too much about it. But after watching it, like I was really satisfied and I probably going to go watch it again later because I just, I really enjoyed it. I think it hit, I think it checks every single box that's necessary to make this kind of movie. Mm -hmm. And then I think they, they did it in a way where, they weren't just going for checking the boxes. They actually went above and beyond that and made sure that each aspect of it was as best as they could make it. Everything from the music and the different kind, like the variations of music. There's a lot of variety in this in this movie, and I think it utilizes those. I mean, I'm a sucker for. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's like a guilty pleasure thing, but I'm a sucker for when like these like westernized hollywood movies kind of um when they're set in like a you know like this one's set in ancient egypt they're like you know biblo um like uh, what was it well well the time in the bible is the mosaic time the mosaic time of the bible Mm -hmm. and so it utilizes a lot of classic i guess egyptian-esque musical themes that are very much associated with um you know like old hollywood movies set in this age and i'm a sucker for that like like gods of egypt is a shitty movie but it has like when it plays starts playing that very obvious egyptian theme i'm like yay (laughs) but i think this movie utilized it well so it's not like you're just you you're not just listening to a musical it fits the the period and the and the and the location very well it's very unique oh yeah definitely like like um one of the most because i used to play a saxophone in in junior high and one of the most like iconic songs that we ever played that still like i was just like thinking about it the other week um that was like so incredible to play and like it was such a like captivating like um arrangement was this like 
I need to go back. I hope I could find the music. And, like, I know I have a recording of it somewhere. Um, but it was, like, this, this, like, essentially, like, these, this, like, Egyptian suite that we played. And it was so, so beautiful. And, like, yeah. And, like, that, that music still exists, like, um, you know, nowadays, too. Like, thankfully, like, the Egyptian, like, um, culture of that, of that kind of music kind of, like, has has been morphed and and carries on in this day and age and um but yeah that and then also of course like you know mixing in the judaic um hebrew music as well which was like of course they all exist in the same time so it's very they show very Mm -hmm. similarity in that too um so so like yeah it was very awesome um to of incorporating that into the music itself and uh mm-hmm. and then and... also just the little um moment that that always gets me so like it, it like i wasn't expecting it but like once it happened like i was like like uh crying like and stuff was uh in the final um song um when you believe like when the music cuts out and then like this child starts singing hebrew yeah and then the hebrew (laughs) it's that attention to detail and yeah there's just something about a kid singing just makes me cry (laughs) and then especially in hebrew too yeah 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 joyously singing Mm -hmm. hebrew yeah so so um for this final question like um why do you think people have like myself have latched onto it so much and um why do you think it's a movie that that someone would, would would be shocked that you've never seen? Because of how much it works, mm. I think it's it's just like I said, it hits every box. But then, and then it has, but it has so many other additional moving parts to it that just make it work. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where you look at it and it's like every aspect of the production was treated with so much care and there's details in the film little details that a lot of people might miss that when you do see them it just makes you appreciate the hell out of them and so those are like a commodity that aren't really asked for in movies but when you get them it's it's just so appreciative so when i like for example one thing that i that's been on my mind since i watched it was like at the very end during the the beginning of the exodus where they all start marching out of egypt and like there's this one old like one of the hebrews is like this old woman mm-hmm. and she's leaning up against the wall and she's like struggling to walk so then a, like one of the, like a little girl walks up to her and takes her arm and like helps her continue walking mm-hmm. and then again when the when the red sea is parted and they start walking in between the ocean um, it's the little girl that's scared because she's looking at the walls of the ocean and she's like scared to keep walking. Mm-hmm. And then it's the old lady that comes and yeah. and comforts her. And it's like that's a thing that happens with no dialogue, no words. And each shot lasts for about like three to five seconds. Those things like I almost missed it. I almost missed that. Mm-hmm. And it's those things that are put into a movie that just make it work mm-hmm. because it it's it's everything like that's everything Mm -hmm. it's the theme it's the world building it's it's how you're supposed to feel it's the look of it it's how it sounds it's everything and so those things are added it's just it's just so many so many 
of that in this movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Like, just also, you remind me of, of in that scene, the Exodus scene, that something that I had never noticed, like in all my other watchings of this movie, but some of the temple guards essentially converted. And yeah, they, they like dropped them. their their spears and they walked with them. Yeah, they walked with them and stuff like that. And like, it's just so. Like, that's why, like, you know, in any kind of, like, if you are faithful in general, just, like, like th- that showing the power of faith and, and, and stuff like that. And that I think that that's why me, it's another reason why people have latched on to this movie is because, like, it's just, like, whether, you know, any kind of religion that you follow, just that faith that that you have in... in whatever you know in the world and in anything like any kind of spirituality just the power of that spirituality and and what it could do and what it could drive and how it could change you know a person and and the world and stuff like that it's it's just such a powerful movie and and of course filled with multiple messages and stuff like we we touched on Mm -hmm. yeah because a movie is supposed to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. And so obviously like those things, like they're supposed to make you feel something. And that's why the best movies and the best stories are the ones that make you feel a range of emotions. And that's what I like, you know, obviously that's what this, this story is about. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a moral. It has its highs and has its lows. Mm-hmm. And so that that's why I think they chose the story of Moses because it's it's just such a it's a it's a story that anybody I think can relate to mm-hmm. and so you read that or you watch this movie and and those emotions are there because no matter what your story is about or even if it's tied to a religion or not what makes it timeless is the emotional factor of it and how it makes you feel so that's why the story has lasted so long and then they all those same emotions translate into this movie Mm -hmm. and that movie makes you feel those same things. So that's why I think it works so well. And that's why I think like a a lot of people that have seen it, Mm -hmm. especially if you're from the time and you grew up with it and watched it when it like first came out, Mm -hmm. that's why I, it it makes sense that people who have seen it and then they hear of someone that hasn't seen it, and it's like, why haven't you seen it yet? I mean, if you've seen all these other movies that came out at the same time of the same genre, it's like, why haven't you seen this one? This one's like just as great. This one's great in its own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it like stumbled upon like a some like it was a similar situation that now it's like a um a YouTube video like years ago. Like yeah, like these this group of friends showing one of their friends the Prince of Egypt for the first time ever. <laughs> And they had, like, his live response. And, like, you could just see, like, all the emotions that it brought up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, with that, uh, thank you for this really great conversation. I, I really knew that we were going to have, like, a really good one yeah. here. And that's why I really wanted to do it. Because, like, you know, um, I I had been thinking about this movie because, of course, you know, it is Lent. Um, Passover is going to be in, like, two weeks. Um, you know, it's the same day as Good Friday, of course. Um, and so that's another, that's a good time to watch it because it's essentially the mm-hmm. story of Passover. So you could, uh, um, watch it then. Um, well with that, yeah, now you can say that you have. I've seen. Yay. 
And um, so with that, everybody else out there, thank you so much. Whether you, uh, you know, celebrated or not, you know, have a happy Easter. If not, and then also have a happy Passover. If not, just have a, you know, spiritual. Happy day. life. Yo, yeah. yeah. Spiritual, spiritual life. Um, Reflect and reflection. take time. Self-love. Self-love. Look into Self-love. your life through heaven's eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and... We, um, here at the Undercast Company, um, we have a few other podcasts, like, um, our state poll, our tent poll underrated podcasts, where we discuss films that we feel are underrated and underappreciated, and those have just slipped under the radar and passed mostly bye-bye. Um, my, um, co-creator of, of the Undercast Company, Derek McDuff, also is, um, doing his second season of his show um the gateway episodes um and that's going to be a patreon exclusive um once we get a good amount of um patreon um signups then he's going to be releasing those and it's a special se- season on miniseries so that's so please if you if you want to sign up for our patreon you go into any of our, our social medias and we have a link tree link tree link there and then um, finally, we have our Marvel podcast, Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones, with an episode coming out fairly soon. Um, speaking of Egypt, um, Moon Knight, that's going to be talking about Moon Knight as well as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah, so with that, thank you once again, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody out there, thanks for being amazing. Bye-bye. Bye bye.